Yo, yo, what's up, everyone? This is Chief Chief here with my boy, as always, Nick Urso, and we are up in this sauna studio on this Thursday night, and you are tuned in to the app episode of Positive Input, episode five. Yo, dude, so listen to this first story that I got for us today. This lady named Dr. Ariana Anderson developed the Crybaby app, which is an app that is used to help deaf mothers learn their babies cry and understand why their babies are crying. Dr. Anderson developed this app out of UCLA Medical College, and she used it by taking sample, like a huge sample size of over 2,000 baby noises and cries and compiled them together to learn like what each individual cry meant. And it was crazy what she learned. She learned that you know with longer longer pauses in between cries, the baby is usually just fussy or maybe not comfortable whatever it's doing. But then if you have like long sharp cries and like long prolonged like high pitch cries, if you will, that means that the baby is most likely in pain or it has a need that you need to tend to, whether it be food, whether it be needs to go you go to the bathroom, you know, just natural things. And so basically Dr. Anderson created this app. So that mothers who have don't have the luxury of being able to hear their child's cry can you know use this app to understand you know why okay number one my baby's crying and number two my baby's crying because it needs this or my baby is crying because only because it's fussy I don't necessarily need to tend to it right now or other times like I said it, it needs attendance like right now right dang that's actually that's a really cool story um, so yeah so you know this professor doctor uh, is just using like frequencies, pitches, and like pauses to determine and dictate what each cry means. And uh, for, I mean, for a deaf person, that's that's crazy huge. I mean, I'm not really sure how that works, being deaf and having a baby right. in the first place. Because, I mean, most, you know, most people do have, you know, nurseries for their child. So they're not necessarily in the same direct room. I mean, sometimes you are, but... Like with a, when you know, like how with the deaf person, like you can't have your baby really be away from you if you, you know, you can't hear them crying, you know, right? And like you can't really get up to like cater to their needs, but now just using it's almost like, like an audio system, yeah, you can pick up on that now. It's almost like it's like more like a time saver for those people too. Not necessarily like a time saver, but like, what else are you gonna do if it's deaf? Are you just gonna go and check on it every couple minutes just because you're not sure, or like, are you just gonna, you know, kind of just? You'll eventually, you'll learn your child's habits, but it's like at first, do you just like set a schedule you can go check your kid, or do you, how do you do that? You know what I mean? To where now it's like you can be sitting on the couch, you can be doing your paying your bills, you know, living a productive life, and instead of every five ten minutes going to check on your baby, you can actually just look for your phone to give you a notification and say, hey, the baby's fucking crying. Something needs to be done, and or you know, kind of you know, evaluate the situation from there and figure out where you need to be. Right, and I think I think it's really interesting point that you know babies really do communicate with the ways that they cry, and like you know, for I guess I can't really speak from experience, but I feel like for a deaf person, their only way to tell that is through like the baby's body language mm-hmm. in a way and i feel like obviously they'll probably get good at it and start being able to pick that out right but like also having a little bit of an app to like see kind of what that sound like what sounds that they are actually putting out to like would also help you identify and learn what each cry was faster because yeah. you could look at the phone and see what kind of sounds it was making and now you can associate that body language or mm-hmm. whatever with that noise level. So now it just like kind of helps you like 
identify that faster in a way. Yeah, and let's uh let's take a little step back into you know Nick Nick and I here have a background in statistics and process engineering for those people that don't know, which is you know we went to school to be industrial engineers, heavily based on process statistics, and it's cool that like there's technology being created like this where they're taking sample sizes of you know. 2,000 plus babies like cries and noises and then are actually using that data to develop technology for the less fortunate or like people that have you know people that are deaf you know what I mean and it's like that's the kind of stuff that we're going to see a lot of in our lifetime to where people are literally using big data and analysis to understand the patterns that go on in our life and then create apps and create technology that benefits society through those measures. Right. And yeah, just like you said, like big data, I wonder if, you know, I, I haven't seen this app personally, but I wonder if this app will implement something to use the user's data as well. Because, yeah, like you, like Jeff said, we're like super heavy into statistics and data analysis. And what happens with data is the more samples, samples you get, the bigger the sample size you have, the more accurate your information is going to be. So if they do end up getting users on this platform, using this platform consistently, they're just getting more and more data points. So then the app essentially will be able to hone in even more to what each like, cry and cry means. Right. But the one thing on that is, you know, maybe every baby is different, though, at the same time. Yeah, well, that's why I like that, though, because it's like you can use, like, what if, the, what if this app also you could have made, like, a $50 or whatever but amount of money it is, you could buy a microphone that went along with it, and you could put it in your room, and right. it would monitor not only on the app, but it would monitor, it would monitor on the app, I should say, through the microphone of the baby's cry. So, like you said, it would, you know, take what it normally knows from all the sample sizes from previous studies, and then it would also combine that with the actual on-site data that it's gathering from your personal child and use that to make your data and your information on that app even more accurate and viable to you. You know what I mean? It's, it's like kind of tailored to your specific child over a period of time, you know? Right. And that is wild. It's like how, like, just data, data points can just lead to answers. And like Nick said, everything comes more accurate with the more and more data you have. So it's like... You just keep it taking the points. Eventually, it's all going to come together and make a lot of sense. It's all humans of pattern, man. It's crazy how we're, yeah, crazy where that can, like, where that can go. So, shout out to people out there, you know, making these types of apps to better people's lives, you know. Just taking two things that we already have available to us, the technology of apps and microphones, and, you know, using the synergies of those two to better someone's life who may be a little less fortunate and... You know, hopefully that has an impact on, uh, you know... On their life and their family and everything, man. That's, yeah, hell yeah. Shout out to people that are doing that shit, man. Yeah, so yeah, for real. Shout out to those people who are out there helping the unfortunate. And which kind of, you know, makes me think about this uh, story that I heard not too long ago about this guy named Samuel Bennett. Uh, Samuel Bennett, he was a recovering alcoholic and, well, he has recovered now, but he has helped people who have been a fortunate way of also other people who are in rehabilitation. So what he did is he came up with an app that allows people who are currently in recovery to connect with each other. So somewhat of a social network for people who are currently recovering. And this app also allows uh, users access to drug treatment centers, mental health teams, and support groups. And uh, that this app is called Meet for a Coffee. And... Uh, you know, I think that's kind of crazy. And when I heard about this story and was reading it, um, he talked that he actually came up with this idea when he was homeless and he was out on the street 
and he was an alcoholic at that point. So he came up with this idea to help other, like help, and this idea is actually what helped him pull out of his uh, alcoholism, and uh, it kind of gave him a bigger purpose and a bigger meaning to life. And he was able to manifest this idea into helping, you know, helping others in recovery. So he pulled himself out of recovery and now came up with this idea that will help people all across the world because it's just an app. It's a free app to download. And, uh, you know, one of the things is, you know, recovery is very hard to do by yourself. So it is nice to have kind of a support or like a leg to kind of fall back on and, you know, help you through that when you are going through those down times. It's nice just to have people that you can relate to and have stories to go through. Because, I mean, dang, if you're addicted to a drug or alcohol or whatever it may be for years on end, you can't just wake up in a day and just be like, it's done. You know, like, I mean, you can't you can get that, like, idea, but it's like day in and day out, you're not going to have easy days making it through that process. So that's just an insane thing that he actually came up with this app homeless and helped himself out and in turn he's helping others out at the same time right and i feel like that's like you know the common ground of these two stories that we've both touched on in this episode is that people are taking you know again the unfortunate circumstances and creating technology to help benefit the community they are taking you know they're taking mothers who are deaf and creating an app for them to help them they are creating a social app for alcoholics who are either former or recovering alcoholics and they are creating a social network for them to communicate amongst each other to better themselves to better their life and with that that's why we're even touching on this that's why all this stuff matters is because this is what positive input is this is big picture stuff that people are doing this is putting others in front of yourself taking your real life experiences taking other people's experiences and bringing them together to create positive input, positive impact on people's lives. And that's why we're doing it. And that's exactly the, story, the point of this whole story, is that this man wanted to help other people who went through the same shit that he did. And he knows that by creating a community, and like Nick said, doing it with other people, and not going through stuff yourself, and being able to talk about your problems with similar people, really does help you overcome you know, your fears, and your behaviors, Definitely. and your past. And that is why he did this in the first place. And I just think it's a great measure that we, you know, that he did this, and that is why more people should be doing in their life and thinking outside the box and kind of like, okay, everyone's got their own battles, everyone's got this, everyone's got that, but it's those people that are actually stepping outside the box and are creating stuff to better themselves and the people in the community that are really outstanding, that are really taking the step forward and not just, you know, fa like actually facing the problem. You know what I mean? Like, fake, like admitting that, hey. We need to put a solution to this. This is a, this is what I think might help. This is what worked for me. Hopefully, it'll work for other people who have the same downfall or the same unfortunate circumstances. Right, and then in general, uh, just even talking, you know, you're talking about the bigger picture of positive input and just kind of like helping each other out and like making the world around us a better place. I mean, this is the perfect story to you know suffocate any excuses that you have to help others. Like this person was straight up homeless on the street like is like pretty damn low point of his life and the no excuses yeah that's like and he was able to like turn that around and manifest this whole app and helping himself and a bunch of other people so there's no reason 
that you have that you can't be helping other people out there. Like, everybody can play a part and everybody can help one another. Right, and that's, I think, another thing that we like to touch on all the time is it's, like, all about your mindset, too. So, like, if you think that, you know, you can't help other people or your ideas aren't good enough and this, that, and the other thing, well, I'm going to tell you that you're not necessarily, you know, you're probably wrong because you probably can provide so much value to someone that they will be able to take your knowledge and your experiences and your hardships and actually make that, you know, work for them. Like, oh, it's like Nick, Nick talked about an episode before. It's like you might have one opinion on something and then you hear someone out and you're like, holy shit, that totally flipped my mind. Now I have like so much, another little bit of insight to this, like, you know, this problem per se. And now all of a sudden it's not even a big problem. I have a solution for it. I have a new outlook on it and I can move forward. And that's exactly what this guy did. Create the social app, hopefully bring people together to communicate amongst each other get new outlooks on life, hear people's struggles, hear how they overcome them, and move forward with their daily lives. And that is the bigger picture of why we're doing any of this, and that's what fucking matters. Right. You know, that is what fucking matters. And honestly, on that note, that is solid. So I think that's all we have for tonight's podcast. Hope to see you guys in the next week's episode. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>